ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and uh, evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 660, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we are reading Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. Shall we pray first? Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you tonight once again for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I praise you once again for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the gift of your Holy Spirit, the person of your Holy Spirit, and the gift of your Holy Word that you left behind for us to live by. We thank you tonight, Lord, for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Thank you, Lord, for favor and grace and mercy. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for your unique protection that you have afforded us and provided for us down through the years. As you know, Lord, it is a continuous divine miracle that we made it to where we are and that we're still here understanding fully. We don't deserve not one blessing, and yet we've been blessed with millions. And I do thank you for millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and thus my family, that is my immediate family. And I thank you for 
blessing others as well <clears throat> around the globe for allowing things, Lord, to be as well as they are. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight as we individually confess our sins for those of us who are by your grace saved, and only by your grace, by having faith in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, I do pray that you would forgive us of our many sins, our failures, and our faults that we have committed against you and uh, that we have even committed against others. For Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts. By your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Holy Father God, I do pray that you would crush and crucify Pardon me, Lord, crush and crucify our flesh and the old man within us. Uh, Lord, who are saved in my family, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe, and forgive us all of our sins. Crucify us afresh and anew tonight. Help us to completely die to self and fill us with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit. And then, Lord, help us to walk in the power of your Holy Spirit. Put God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we will not sin against you. And Lord, I do pray that you would deliver us, those of us who are saved in my family, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe. Deliver us, Lord, from fierce temptations and... Uh, uh, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right, and resist evil, and uh, walk by faith and not by sight, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And uh, Lord, help us now who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face constantly and to turn from our evil wicked ways and to uh, uh, get back to you our first love and uh, in a very real sense Lord I especially pray this for your 7,000 your remnant and your faithful few for, Lord, I do not believe at this point that we're as big in number as so many people like to, in the church, like to give off. And, uh, Holy Father God, uh, and unfortunately so many of us who are in the church are still not in a mood to confess our sins and truly repent. But help us to, to do that by your grace. I pray, Lord, tonight uh, for the salvation of the lost uh, in this country and around the globe, including my own wife, Marika White, uh, who I, I believe is not saved. I pray that you will open her blinded eyes and stop her deaf ears and save her soul. 
And Lord, you know I would not say that. I would not bring that up if it was not a serious concern. After 34 years of marriage, and uh, I do pray that she will humble herself, that she will lay aside her Jamaican pride and her pharaohistic pride, and not only her, her mother, her aunts, her siblings, and uh, my mother and my sisters and everybody else in our family who are religious and who think they're good people and who are lost and on their way to hell. I don't want it said to them by you, uh, uh, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. I pray the same for the family members of the faithful, saved people who are with us tonight. And I, I say the same for all saved people in this country and around the globe. And uh, Lord, I pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the truly saved, and uh, the healing of those who are sick and who are willing to believe in you, have faith in you, confess their sins, and repent. And Holy Father God, at the same time, help us not to do things that would cause us to get sick when it may be unnecessary. And Lord, I do pray that you will comfort the many thousands and millions of people who are hurting uh, tonight uh, in this country and around the globe due to the coronavirus plague and everything that it has impacted. All of us are suffering at the grocery store, except for the truly rich. And uh, Lord, they're having trouble as well. And so uh, most of us don't know what it's like to lose $63 billion in one year. Uh, and none of us know what it's like to lose $2 billion in one day, uh, as does Kanye now, as he has admitted that. So, Lord, uh, they have their troubles, too. And so, Holy Father God, <clears throat> I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ that... Uh, even though, Lord, I take pleasure in my infirmities, uh, in my uh, reproaches and persecutions and tribulations and uh, distresses and afflictions. Uh, and I thank you for putting that into my heart a long time ago. And, but at the same time, Lord, I humbly pray that you will lift all of our burdens in my family and in the families uh, in this audience, in the country and around the globe. Lift, Lord, our burdens, our cares, our worries, and our anxieties, our troubles, our problems, and our fears from our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. And Lord, if you're not using these things to keep us humble, and uh, to keep us grounded and prayerful. Lord, please remove anything that you want to remove from our lives, such as distresses and afflictions, tribulations and troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. Deliver us also, Lord, from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, 
family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties that we're facing, Lord, tonight in all of our lives. And Lord, I thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are, uh, considering the fact that we're being chastised, rebuked, and uh, punished in this country and around the globe, and deservedly so. And uh, thank you, Lord, for remembering mercy, love, and grace while we're going through that. And thank you, Lord, so much for allowing things to be as well as they are from day to day. And so, Holy Father God, I also pray, Lord, tonight <clears throat> that you will protect, Lord, my family, the families of the Christians who have joined me tonight, those who will join me on demand, and uh, Lord, uh, in this country and around the globe. Protect us all, Holy Father God, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray, and I pray that you will help us to have all that we do be done for your glory, praise, and honor for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for your Holy Spirit for even helping me to pray this prayer tonight. And I do pray that you will grant me your energy, strength, unction, and anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to continue to pray, to read your Holy Word at this time, to teach your Holy Word, uh, to teach your Holy Word again, to preach your Holy Gospel, and to pray for others at the end. In Jesus Christ, more specifically, in Jesus Christ's name, I do pray and forsake. Amen. I always feel like singing, but I can't sing. I tell you what, we would. We would sure enough be something else then, right here. Because people love singing. They don't love praying. They don't love the teaching of the Word of God. They don't love preaching. Uh, but they love singing, as some people used to call it. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. <coughs> Pardon me. At Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 11, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, 
a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I cannot thank you enough for your holy word. I pray that you will help us all to love it more, respect it more, obey it more, apply it to our lives more, teach it more in a discipleship way, formally and informally. For some of my greatest discipleship teaching was in an in, in, in formal fashion, and I thank you for those days, those early days of my Christian faith where we just sat around and uh, read the Bible together and had an older brother to teach us more, especially Brother Ed and others. And Holy Father God, I know that you have repeated those sessions in the catacombs outside of the church building down through the years for many others. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for your putting that together. Those were special days. And Lord, help us to repeat those days. And Lord, help us to continue to preach your holy gospel and to preach the whole counsel of God, whether people in the church and out of the church and in the family hate it or not. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, 
service family members. <clears throat> My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 187. <clears throat> Pardon me. Psalm 1822 is where we are. For all his judgments were before me. Pardon me. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. For all his judgments were before me. This is how Spurgeon begins the different verses, chapters, and so forth in his magnificent work, The Treasury of David. By the way, a woke woman preacher, uh, so-called uh, and definitely a Jezebel who calleth herself a prophetess. And this is what they do, these people who are led by the devil and who are so-called woke, and they're dead asleep, lost in their, dead in their trespasses and sins. They borderline blaspheme, and some blaspheme God in the Word of God. And the Bible talks about how some women blaspheme the Word of God, not only with their words, but with their lives. And and I believe men do it too. I know that. But this woman is demonically taken on God. And and their theme, their their lifelong thing as far as being woke is tearing down the authority of God tearing down the authority of the church, tearing down the authority of faith-based organizations uh, along with the church, tearing down the authority of parents, and tearing down the authority of police officers. I can't right now say the government because oftentimes the government is in cahoots with them. That's, that's the demonic thing that they do. They seek to destroy authority so that they can, and it's a trick of the devil, it's a strategy of the devil, so that they can move right on in and take over. And there's a woman who's a, a so-called pastor of a church said that this man who wrote the the uh, 
Psalms, the psalmist David, mightily used by God, who has been a blessing. Not he was not only a blessing back in his day; he's been a blessing to millions since then. I said millions. The psalmist of Israel, the king of Israel, David. David has helped millions of people get through times of mourning and weeping and pain. God used them that way. This is why Charles Haddon Spurgeon chose to do this book about him. Uh, the treasury of David and the Psalms that he wrote was the main writer of. And yet we got people questioning God. How can you say that David is the only one after God's own, own heart when he raped Bathsheba and killed her husband? See, if God was not holy and righteous and pure and true, that you wouldn't even know about that. You wouldn't even know about it. But God, God, God does not uh, live that kind of hypocritical, lying life. Also, if you really want to know why, he called him that out of his grace and his mercy. Not because David was perfect, but because God is perfect and holy. And I say to that pastor, you better watch yourself because you are doing something that David never did. And that is approaching blasphemy of God and what he has done. Anyway, the word, the character and the actions of God should be ever more before our eyes. We should learn consider and reverence them. Men forget what they do not wish to remember, but the excellent attributes of the Most High are objects of the believer's affectionate and delighted admiration. We should keep the image of God so constantly before us that we become in our measure conformed unto it. This inner love to the right must be the main spring of Christian integrity in our public walk. The fountain must be filled with love to holiness and then the streams which issue from it will be pure and gracious. I did not put away his statutes from me. To put away these scriptures from the mind's study is the certain way to prevent their influencing the outward conversation of our lives. Backsliders begin with dusty Bibles and go on to filthy garments. My, 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 shall we pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your holy word, and thank you for your servant, the sinner, the king, and the psalmist, David. 
and how you use them, him, and uh, help this woman to understand it has never been about David. It's all about you and all that you can do through a wicked sinner like David, uh, this woman, and myself. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Do it quickly. We're in the third night of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3 for the family segment, the family verses. What I have dubbed the family verses. You say, preacher. You say, preacher. Why do you read Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6 in every service? Because this is a devotional service that grew out of our family devotional service. And God led me to read this passage or from this passage every day in our, along with many other scriptures and many other books and everything else uh, every day. Why? Because uh, uh, the main reason why God led me is because my wife was not being the wife and mother she should have been. Uh, I could, as her husband, I was able to handle her uh, disobedience and foolishness, rebelliousness and pride and stubbornness and all of that but when I saw she did not love and care for her children as she should just from natural affection which I believe mothers have most mothers have even if they're not saved uh, that's when God led me to we need to read this passage every day and I believe one of the reasons why that we're still married tonight and uh, uh, quite frankly, she has not changed as much as she should have because I, I do not believe that she's saved. That's what God showed me a long time ago. And so I've been praying for her salvation and uh, uh, for a long time. Because I'm a firm believer and God showed me from her life that that is the problem in the church. See, God will speak to a, a, a prophet kind of a guy and use his own family and own issues to help others to see better as to what is going on. I believe my wife is an uh, example of what has happened in the church that there are many people because the church did not obey God's great commandment and the church did not obey God's great commission. We have a church full of people who are religious but lost. Why? And I was guilty of this too. First of all, the gospel is so simple to me as an evangelist and I believe this is across the board with evangelists. 
if you say that you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you say that you uh, prayed and asked the Lord to save you, if you say that you're saved, because the gospel is so simple, we believe it. And not only that, we want to believe it. And not only that, many in the church and many pastors wanted to believe it, whereas many of them, uh, many pastors, I believe they have their antenna up, antenna up more than evangelists do about people being truly saved. But some have ignored that and got caught, caught up in what is called church growth, the church growth movement, and almost anything goes and whoever goes, we're going to count you. And I believe many mega churches who use entertainment and smoke and a man flying through the air on a string singing a secular song, uh, they, they're attracting sinners, all right, but they're not attracting them as church members. They're not saved. And so I believe many mega churches and other churches as well have 60 to 70 to 80 percent of the people in the church who are lost and on their way to a devil's hell. You say, well, the evangelicals count high numbers for politics and political issues and moral issues and so forth. <clears throat> That's good. They can do that. But uh, that does not mean they're saved. They're evangelicals. They're not Christians. God showed me that as well. There are many people who claim to be evangelicals. They're not born again. Some are very smart. Some are very educated. And you can get educated to the point of being stupid. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, but everybody knows that. There are some people who are educated, but they, are, they, they act stupidly. And they use, and there are some people who are demon-possessed. They claim to be evangelicals. And they use the education that they got from a high uh, uh, prestige school, a school of great, of high prestige, rather. And they'll take the education they got and use it for the devil's purposes and twist the scriptures. Some people in the pulpit are demon-possessed in evangelical churches. They've never been saved. They've never been born again. <clears throat> Watch this. We can we can write an article, or have an article published in, in our popular publication. That is against some kind of sin, and evil that everybody agrees is a sin beyond the pale. For example, homosexuality. And we, we get readers from it, but not as much as we publish something else that has nothing to do with sin in the church. And that is sad. Why is that? Because the pastors are woke, but they're dead in their trespasses and sins. They're dead asleep in their trespasses and sins. Anyway, we're on the third night of Ephesians chapter 6 verses 1 through 3 
where the Bible says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Uh, the Holy Bible does not tell you to obey your woke protester or your woke teacher full of hell and the devil. In high school, in middle school, in elementary school, in preschool, <clears throat> your children, as little as preschool and kindergarten, uh, uh, being uh, influenced with this woke demonic foolishness introduced to the so-called gay flag. You know why they chose a bunch of letters, number one, for their movement, LGBTQ+, because they don't, know, they don't want you to know what it is. And the other reason, there are so many demonic things behind it, it's reaching into, that's why the plus, they have a plus there. Because they believe, some people believe there's 34,000 different identities. Or someone said like 730,000, something along those lines. You know what that is? Legions of demons are in these people. <coughs> Legions of demons. They don't want you to see how demonic and nasty and filthy that it is. But your little children are being influenced by these devils and these demons. Your little children are being read to by monstrous looking so-called drag queens. Who are trying to drag your children into hell. <coughs> the devil is alive. God has commanded children to do what? In verse 1, children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. That's what God wants you to do. You see, the strategy of Satan with wokeism is to destroy completely parental authority. Verse 2, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Demonic wokeism wants children, adult children, teenage children, younger children, and they're working on the younger ones to totally dishonor your parents. <coughs> Pardon me. Or dishonor their parents. Disrespect their parents. It's all designed by the devil. And is designed by homosexual lesbian people. That's the twin sister of wokeism. They go hand in hand. This is a satanic demonic movement from hell. And they hate everybody who goes against it. And they want that person ostracized. They want that person canceled. They want that person destroyed. By any means necessary. And yes, they will use your children to try to destroy you and stop you from preaching thus saith the Lord and teaching thus saith the Lord the word of God. Verse 3, that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. These young people who are being turned into 
uh, woke, devilish people, they don't realize it, but everything is going to go to pot after a while. And the woke people they made money off of, I mean the woke people who gave them money, but yet now they're making money off of them because the movement is spreading. They're going to be in another country on an island somewhere, sitting by the sea, drinking shots. And they're going to leave you, young people, who turn woke for them and their false promises to be destroyed. <clears throat> so do it God's way. Obey God's authority and live and be successful and don't allow yourself to be deceived the Bible is true contrary to the woke preachers the false prophets like never before they've come out of the woodwork so obey the Lord and live a long and blessed life now dear friend let's pray for others let's pray for families Let's pray for our young people, and let's pray for all uh, people who are going through. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I pray, Lord, for the healing of every uh, Christian family in this audience tonight, in this country, and around the globe. I pray, Lord, that all Christian couples will obey your holy word and the children will too and not the demonic wokeism that has been sent by the devil and the demons of hell. Help them to stick by your holy word or stick to your holy word, loving it, cherishing it, and obeying it for those who are saved. For Lord, you're the one who, and now is really coming to light, you're the one who said that the very elect will be deceived uh, and can be deceived by the things that will happen upon the earth in the last days. And so many pastors and many so many churches have fallen apart <coughs> and have quit being deceived by the devil in wokeism today. And uh, the deception, no doubt, will get worse as we're living in perilous times so much so, Lord, you asked the question, will I find faith on the earth when I return? Which is a sad question. We pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, Lord, for the millions of people who are hurting um, from the coronavirus plague and all that it has yielded in multiple ways and people are concerned now that we will have a triple plague pandemic here in a few days which is afoot right now 
We pray, Lord, for the family. We pray for some specifically. Comfort all of these people as only you can. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Juan Obregon. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Tennessee resident Stephen Lawrence. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Rebecca Baird. Comfort all of these people as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. Lord, we pray for the prayer requests that have come in. And uh, we pray, Lord, for all of the people that we have prayed for in the past. In the thousands, we pray still for them for salvation, spiritual, family, life, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And help them to continue to pray and help all of us to pray without ceasing. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, continue to hear and answer our prayers, and thank you for hearing and answering thousands of prayers for so many. For you are the one and only good, good Father, as the song says, and as your word says. And we pray now for Moshe. <coughs> Please deliver him from drunkenness and give him good health. Please save and bless his family and help his son to do well in the interview at a new school. Please save and bless his friends and bless their relationships. We pray, Lord, for Jensen. Please bless him with the Holy Spirit's mighty anointings, with all spiritual, physical, soul blessings, divine intervention, protection, wisdom, and connections, and wealth blessings. Bless him with anointings and gifts of your Holy Spirit, power and authority and fruits of the Holy Spirit. Help him to do your ministry, your will, mightily in Jesus Christ, and uh, deliver him from all curses and satanic evil works. Protect him from the coronavirus plague and bless him with the prosperity, with uh, biblical prosperity and his own house in a blessed atmosphere. And Holy Father God, I pray for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you, Lord, for the soul saved. We join him in thanking you for that, and people healed and delivered. Please protect all of our children from the devil and bless their outreaches and efforts towards that purpose. Please heal Sister Dora Please provide for their churches and deliver their churches from economic hardships, family disputes, insecurity, starvation, and poverty. Please deliver Kenya and all of Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls that have been saved, basic needs and for the orphans and widows, food and water church planting and construction ministry and financial resources. Lord God in heaven, we thank you for the souls that got saved through the preaching of the gospel down through the years, through this ministry and across this pulpit. We pray for Sundara, MD, Agnes, Mary, Diane, to just name a few, 
And uh, we pray for those who have recommitted their lives to you. Rodwell, Oyewo, Ibea, Susan, and Musisi. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. I pray now, Lord, that you would save even more souls tonight. Revive those who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving and mourning. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you're with us tonight and you're not sure that if you were to die tonight, you would go to heaven, please stick around. Because the other place is the eternal burning hell. And nobody in their right mind wants to go to the burning hell. So get your soul saved from hell tonight. It is very simple. It is not difficult. Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In order to get saved from hell and get saved to heaven, understand John 3.16. God loved you so much and God loves you so much that he sent and gave up his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who never sinned in word, thought, or deed, absolutely perfect. 100% God and 100% man to suffer, bleed, and die on the cross for your sins. To become the sacrificial, pure and holy sacrificial uh, Passover Lamb of God for the entire world. Blood must be shed for sins, for without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sins. And the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, no matter how rich you are, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much, uh, how beautiful you think you are, we all have sinned and done evil in God's sight by lying, by stealing, by lusting after people and things, by coveting after what people have and things, by dishonoring and disobeying our parents. By the way, that's a commandment in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. And by sinning against God, by taking God's name in vain. The Bible also says that the wages or the payment of sin is death. You know why we die? Why these beautiful lives that we get to live on this earth, which, you know, especially since I have been saved, I have enjoyed fully. And I'm so thankful for even simple things that God does, a beautiful sunset. Tonight I saw the moon quartered. Uh, a wedge of the moon, uh, 
I, I I'm thankful for uh, little things like a good meal, a shower, a place to stay, food to eat, and money under the car seat. I'm just so grateful for allowing God allowing me to live in this life and to enjoy the things that I have enjoyed. So there's nothing wrong with earth, there's something wrong with us, and it is sin. And we will be paid for our sin. The wages of sin is death. We die because of our sinful nature that produces sin, that manufactures sin, and our sinful choices. We die because of sin. And God wants you to understand that if he will allow you with your beautiful self living on this beautiful earth, place called earth, which by the way is hanging on nothing that you can see but God's word and God's power. He will allow you to go to hell if that's what you want to do. If you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. In this life. For Jesus Christ said the most important words in the history of the world. And the most loving words. And uh, the most magnificent words. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so Jesus tells you how to get saved. Believe his words. You don't have to believe the words of man, including myself, but believe his words. believe in Jesus Christ and once you do that you will be saved from hell and uh, you will be saved to heaven for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life That means that once you believe in Christ as Savior, you won't go to hell. You will not perish in hell. <clears throat> Which you must understand, hell is forever. It's not a place where you just go and like you're going to jail and then you're going to get out one day. This is prison, the prison house. Uh called hell and you can't get out and uh, when you go to heaven uh, you won't uh, get out of heaven either it's eternal life everlasting life so dear friend I encourage you strongly I urge you strongly to believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ 
that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. Call on his name, for the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10.9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, dear friend, you take care of that. You believe in Jesus Christ, that he died to pay your sin debt, was buried, and rose on the third day. And pray this prayer with me called the sinner's prayer, just repeat it after me, phrase by phrase, along with your believing in your heart in Jesus Christ. And he will save your soul as he saved mine. And if uh, God can save my soul, if Jesus can save my soul, he can certainly save yours. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I have sinned against you repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of all of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray, and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, to pay your sin debt, he was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God, and you prayed that simple prayer with me called the sinner's prayer. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you were sincere and you meant it from your heart. Dear friend, may I say to you congratulations for becoming a Christian. And congratulations that you are no longer on your way to hell, which you deserve and I deserve. But you're on your way to a place that you don't deserve, and that is heaven, by God's grace, God's love, and God's mercy. It has nothing to do with your joining a church. 
has nothing to do with your getting baptized. It has nothing to do with your uh, singing in the choir or working in the church. None of those things can save you. Only Christ can save you. He's the one who died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. Now, dear friend, to help you grow in God's grace, in the faith that you just entered into, go to Gospel Light Society or GospelLightHouseOfPrayer.com and tap on my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. <clears throat> that is a free book. You, you will never have to pay a dime. Get it right now because it is a free download. We made it that way to make it convenient for you. You can start reading tonight and learn the next steps in your Christian faith and on how you can become a Christian disciple. Also, we are here 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if you have any questions from anywhere around the world, email those questions in. Uh, if you have a prayer request, in, uh, send that prayer request in and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Also, uh, if you uh, uh, need more materials, we have that for you. And here's something you can do as well. You can start this tonight. And that is go to Gospel Light Society Podcast. Just type that in. Several things will come up. Or Daniel White the Third podcast. On these podcasts, I teach you a Bible college education and a seminary education because I use the same materials that I use and I learned from in college. God has blessed me with at least four accredited degrees and uh, all in Bible and faith and religion and theology and all of that. And I'm just going to pass it on to you. I'm just passing it on to you. To me, having that kind of excellent education uh, is no good if you don't pass it on to the people. And these podcasts you can listen to free, free of charge and uh, grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be. There are many wonderful things to choose from and uh, it's available to you free. Until next time, my beloved, pray without ceasing. If the Lord tarries his coming and we live, we'll be here tomorrow night. In fact, what is tomorrow night? Okay, yeah, we'll be here tomorrow night and uh, for another great service. Uh, 
make sure that you keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. The Marines say simplify. That means always faithful, not sometimes. And the Air Force boys, my boys, say simple supra, always above. Give God the glory, the praise, and the honor. Keep your heart and mind stayed upon him, and he will keep you in perfect peace. Pray about everything, how you feel, confess your sins, uh, things that you need, the good things that you desire, your family. Pray, pray, pray. Pray without ceasing, because God is still answering prayer. Jesus Christ said, Ask, and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. I dare you to pray tonight before you go to bed. Give it all to him. God may interrupt you while you're praying because there might be some sin in your life. Like you're trying to go to bed and you're mad at your husband. You're trying to go to bed and you're mad at your wife. That's not going to work. He's going to stop you right there and he's going to make you confess your sins. And if you need to get things right, make you do that too. He's going to tell you that. If you're a child of God, he's going to tell you that, I assure you. God bless you, my beloved, as we listen to the music.